Welcome back everyone. Today we have a special guest. Her name's Tracy Borson. She's all about authenticity, specifically in the digital space. In a world where it's easy to hide and follow someone else's path, Tracy endeavors to lead with her personal brand as well as encourage others to find, own, and show up with their personal brand leading the way. Tracy strives to bring more uniqueness to the world for individuals and businesses because that's what actually stands out in a crowded marketplace. So let's get started. Thank you, Tracy, so much for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, I'm really excited. This is one of my favorite topics. So I'm sure we're going to get into lots of juicy goodness. Well, let's get into it. What's your definition of authenticity? Uh, I think this is really interesting, actually, because fun fact, if you look up authentic on like the Merriam-Webster dictionary, there's five different definitions of what authentic means. So one of the things that I love is people figuring out their own definition of what does this mean to you? And to me, authentic means doing and saying what you want when you want to and where you want to, right? So that doesn't mean that you have to have no filter and say all the things all the time. It could mean that if that is what is authentic for you, but it's really just about I me. Mean, I talk about, I talk to a lot of people about authenticity on social media, right? And people have a hard concept of that because they think it means you have to tell all people all things all the time. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that. It just means that there's not a restriction on what you would say imposed by other people. So you're not not saying something because this is LinkedIn and it's the professional platform. You're not not saying something because, oh, that's not something you say in the workplace, right? There's, there's not, you're no longer within those artificial constructs of what society and other people say you can say or say you can think you are having that freedom but whether or not i use this as an example all the time i have experienced pregnancy loss i don't always talk about that right but sometimes it's relevant and when it's relevant i talk about it and so it's not about blurting it to the whole world so everybody knows it it's about sharing it when it's relevant to me and i think it can be helpful for another person so i think it's that it's really personal everybody's what everybody will do in an authentic scenario is different and it's about being able to give yourself that permission to do what you would do in that moment See, I, I believe that uh, you have to be authentic all the time, but let's say in a business setting, like you said, you cannot be authentic 100% of the time. If I get a prospect who's like a bit shy, you know, and you're being too bold in front of him, you have to change your personality a bit in that given setting to make that person feel comfortable, right? Like okay, just so this is the interesting thing. Mayank wants to change his personality a little bit to make that person more comfortable. That's actually authentic, right? So like being in one energy all the time isn't authenticity. It, it might be, right? But it's not by definition the same thing. Um, I'm, I'm again, right? Like I might show up a little bit differently in the group of parents of kid, like of the kids at my son's school versus my family versus my peeps versus a group of people I don't know, right? And I'm like, I don't know, are these people accountants? Are these people like stay-at-home moms, right? You And that's when you make that conscious decision because you want to, that's actually authentic. And so um, that's where I think I disagree a little bit with you on that you can be authentic all the time because I think we've had so many external societal influences that it's not possible. We can have the intention of being authentic, which allows us to be authentic most of the time. <laughs> um, but you always, this is the interesting thing with us and authenticity is you run into these scenarios where all of a sudden you're like, ooh, I don't actually know how I would show up in this scenario, right? I have been trained this way. I have been taught this way. I have watched other people show up this way. So that's what I think is quote unquote right. And you have to explore what's my way. And you got that right because to me, 
it's a huge problem nowadays that people just to be in the good books of other people they're just not being themselves like in any given setting they have like uh type a behavior and then type b okay you know what this is me being alone but when i go to this setting i should act like this and i should speak like this in order to make sure that i don't lose friends right, right. but if you're losing friends if you're being you then they were not your friends literally to begin with like you know it happened to me multiple times if i am being me i know in a professional setting i have to have you know i have to behave in a certain way i have to talk in a certain way but when i go out you know on a friday night or a saturday night and i'm being me and people are getting weirded out that's on them so you know like that's where that's where the problem is you have to be authentic all the time you know and then you have to make sure that you're not losing yourself in the process and it's it's happening people have lost 90% of themselves like they want to share something that they don't want to share but just because everybody else is sharing it oh let me do that too because if i don't then it's going to be a problem to quote well, an example right yeah uh, when george floyd was killed in the united states everybody was sharing right okay oh my god a police officer killed him this and this and that well i didn't I got like a call from a friend that hey you know like everybody's supporting the movement why aren't you like cuz I don't feel like it. And then we never talked again. So if we were friends and that friendship can be cracked in two just because I didn't share and she did then what's the point of having it? Well, and I think this is again where the like societal constructs are dangerous, right? Because then in that scenario what happens is quote unquote society your friend says that you not wanting to take a stance on this is unacceptable and therefore i can't be friends with you anymore which is like when you put it into those words you're like that doesn't make sense right i actually had a similar scenario so for those of you who are listening i am white right in that scenario i thought there were a whole bunch of other voices that deserved to be heard before mine and so i also chose not to say anything i also advised the company i was working for at the time to not say anything because it was a bunch of white people <laughs> and i was like this is not a train to just jump on right we're either going to like do something supportive or let's say nothing and let the people who have something to say say something and that did not go over well either right like well, we're a company we need to hashtag all black lives matter right and i'm like that's yeah yes it's not that i don't believe that black lives matter but you're legitimately doing it just to hop on a train right that's not i mean to me that's not authentic right like i i actually ended up saying to my boss if you want to do that that's fine but i can't i won't post that so make your choice it's not only it's not only that like you should not put your happiness in someone else's pocket right okay i would make i should make that person happy and i should do what that person thinks i should do because then you're not living your life you're living somebody else's life that person is dictating uh, your actions your behavior your posts you know your life your your everything and like i this is like this is what i absolutely hate like i do live a no filter life but that life is outside my 9 to 7 my business hours right like i and if somebody is pissed off you know i don't care i don't care like one time i'll give an example i'm not going to uh you know uh talk about the person like his name or something but we were at a we were at a meeting like we were in an event big event and then i used the word retarded okay and i didn't use it like i didn't attack it with some, like i didn't attack anyone i was just used the word generally it's an english word now this guy is like oh you know you cannot use this word it's it's not it's not a good one like why it has a meaning i'm not saying that you are i'm just using this word in a general sense it's like no it's not allowed i'm like who said it who said it's not allowed you tell me like it's it's a word and and he's like no you know what when you work for the government there's certain things that you cannot say i'm like you work for the government buddy i don't and that is the reason i don't because i don't want to have shackles you know like i don't want to have absolute control over my voice my speech and look at the cancel culture when someone says something against the wind it's done so there's no such thing as freedom of speech these days because if somebody literally wants to say something and that is also factually correct 
he's done or she's done outside like she's gone it's just really interesting again because what the whole practice speaks to is that we as a society are going to dictate how you can or cannot use words right the state of florida recently prohibited the word gay right like you're not supposed to say and it's not it not actually helpful right because now people who identify that way can't use the word and it doesn't mean they don't identify that way it just means that they're not allowed to use that piece of the language to help them share what it is that they're trying to share right so it's not it doesn't lead to authenticity by saying like one this word only has one definition we already talked about definitions at the beginning right like there are five definitions of the word authentic and none of them are completely in line with my definition of the word authentic what we get into is we actually get into a laziness of now like i don't have to un- there there's one definition of the word and i can only accept that well that's again you just being told what you believe so that doesn't move us towards authenticity it moves us towards cookie cutter which means we'll make everyone the same and then once everyone is the same we can control everyone the same but i want to know why do you think what's the reason why people are so afraid to be themselves why because we're taught to not be and so the more we are taught to not be that the more we become afraid of being that because we think it's going to be to some degree punished right um we learn this from our parents we learn this from our cultures we learn this from the education system um in in no specific words right it's not like we go to school and people are like don't be yourself it's not safe you should <laughs> like don't do it we get it we get the information in sneaky ways right like oh tracy tracy's report card right needs to con- needs to practice verbal control aka tracy talks too much right um which is something that's been on the report card for generations of my family and actually really excited to see it on my son's report card at some point right like did anybody ask a question about why tracy talks so much I'm a verbal processor. In order for me to learn, I need to talk about it. I need to explore topics, I need to explore my relationship with topics in order for me to actually embed information into my brain. That's how I work. Is that how all people work? No, but that's how I work. That's why I talk. Right? It's not just I don't just talk to be disruptive, right? I talk because I need to talk to to learn. And no one asks me that. So then what I learn is it's bad to learn that way. So I need to figure out another way to learn, right? Which is not the story that someone intentionally told me, but that's my interpretation of the story. So I be less myself because I'm more acceptable to society if I don't talk so much. Well, here's the thing, right? You do something that big people judge you for that. You don't do not you don't do anything people are going to judge you again too. So what's the point of like you know doing something that other people like right just just be yourself like for me see i have certain standards in my life right when it comes to my body there is no way i'm not going to look like that like it, it it's a standard right and i don't care if people think i'm arrogant or i'm cocky or something i have to look like that i have to be size 0 man and that's it that's just set in stone right it doesn't matter when it comes to my my work i cannot work for anyone i'm not cut from that clock i cannot do it you know i'll be i'll be fired in 6 hours on the first shift so when you being authentic also means you know who you are and then you take you know the requisite action to to literally live a happy life right like i i want to work out twice a day because i want to look like this i want to make enough money so i can have some fun and that only happens when i have full control over my money not somebody's not somebody else having control over it not a company not a building not a man or not a woman right then the next thing is i want to I, i want people to know me you know and that's going to happen when i have a business when i have a podcast when i have a youtube show all that stuff so 
People can do good stuff if they really know who they are or if they make an effort to really put everything on a piece of paper and like, you know what, this is who I am. Whenever I go to this building, I don't feel comfy and stop fucking going there. Whenever, whenever I talk to this person, I'm the one literally draining like all my energy and stop doing that. Like, why would you do something that you don't like to do? And when it comes to problems, when it comes, like people keep their problems as their prized possessions. Nine, 2019, I'm overweight. 2020, I'm still overweight. 2021, I'm again overweight. 2022, there's going to be New Year's resolutions in about 15 days. They will be evaporated in 20 days. So being authentic is also to me just putting everything on a piece of paper. This is what I want. This is how I'm going to get it. And I don't care about anything else. I don't care what people think about me because this is my life. I want to live it for me, not for you or anybody else. Well, and yes, and this is a very full brain processing conversation, right? People who, most of the things we learn about who we shouldn't be, we learn as children, right? And so our the mental processing we're talking about right now, where we're just like, forget what other people want, just like do what is good for you because you get one life and all these things. We don't have those rationalities as children. And so as children, our parents tell us, shh, you're being too loud. And our interpretation is like, oh, I should be quiet because my parents will love me more if I'm quiet, right? And it, it, it it's not logical, no, but we're not thinking with a logical brain at that point in our development, right? And then the stories we teach ourselves from the time we're zero to seven become our reality. And what we're talking about right now is a conscious breaking down of those stories so that we can look at them and be like, well, that was nonsense, right? That was my like undeveloped two-year-old brain that made that decision about who I am as a person and it's bunk, right? Um, but then a lot of people get really attached to those things. Well, like, oh, but I lived that way for so long. Yeah, because you didn't know, right? You didn't know, but now you know. <laughs> So let's do something different. Well, it applies to me because I was born in a very like, you know, like average family where where, where they want you to, you know, go to work, do a nine to five, come back home and then start like, like save and, and just, just be normal, you know, like don't, don't dream too big, nothing like that. And then I was also fat in like, I mean, what, five, six, seven years ago. Oh my God, like shit life. And then you have to change your programming. If you want it bad, this is what I believe. If you want it bad enough, you'll go to the ends of the earth to achieve it. Like you will do it. Like for me, shy, fat, enough, uh, no knowledge about business and literally just, just, just a total dud. And then after that, you're like, you know what? I don't want to live like that anymore. That's it. Like I, I want to put a stop to it right now. And I want to start changing my life slowly and slowly. And, and that's, and, and it takes time. You cannot just like you cannot just like change your programming on, on a dime, right? No. Like like you have to even when it comes to habit formation. Well, you've been living a certain life for five years, and then on the first of January, you take a pen and a piece of paper, and then you write everything. Okay, tomorrow I'm a reader. I work out. I'm an athlete. I'm a business guy. I read and this. No, that's not going to happen because you've been programmed to live in a certain way. You have to pick one thing at a time, practice it for enough time until it solidifies in your mind and then you go to the next one. And that's what I did, right? And it's it's very easy. The, you think your problem is big until you start solving it. It's like, just like you have to pinch it. You have to just, you know, like you get to take a pin and just, you know, the, the burst the balloon and that's it. It, it's, it's not big because you're just making it bigger by not taking action. You're inflating your problem every day. So I want to ask you this, how, how do people reclaim their authenticity? Like, how do they do it? Let's say they've been totally fed up. Oh my God, like, you know, I don't live. I don't feel myself. I always think about other people's opinion. I always worry about everybody else and I never do what I really need to do or what I want to do. How do people fix that? We were, you just talked about it. <laughs> like, and at the first thing is that you have to choose it, right? My story was that like, I 
was in this relationship. Like it was very standard, right? We had a house, we had two cars, we both worked corporate jobs, right? Like this was, this is what everybody I knew was doing, right? So that's what I did. And I remember standing, dusting a shelf one day and thinking, I think I'm being my authentic self like 5% of the time. <laughs> and I was like, WTF, like what is up with that? Why, why am I doing that? And in that moment, I got really curious about what were the things, what were the places, who were the people that were keeping me average? Because I'm not average, I'm just not, <laughs> right? And I have no interest in being average. I didn't have any interest ever in being average, but I got sucked into, this is what everybody does. Um, quite honestly, I think it was hard sold to me when I was in business school, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, so I decided, I decided to go and find my authentic self, right? To say what I think, because I never, I never said what I thought, ever, right? I said it in my head and I never said it out loud because it might hurt someone's feelings. Um, and uh, I was like, so I'm trading my feelings every day for someone else's feelings. And I get one life, okay? And uh, that I'm aware of. And that I need to live that life for me. And quite honestly, it's been a really empowering uh, focus having a kid now, right? Because I'm like, I don't live for him. I live for me and he is a part of my life and he's very enjoyable most of the time part of my life because parenting is hard. But like, I don't do what I do for him. Like very minimally, we have an us story, right? But I'm always included in it. I'm not just gonna go and do something. Like I choose my clients that way as well. I'm not just gonna take a client to take your money, right? Like I wanna take a client that I know that I can do something meaningful for um, because I don't have time to waste on nonsense clients who just wanna waste my time. I've fired clients because I was like, you say you want this, and you show up and you keep paying me for sessions, but you don't actually want to do this. And it's a waste of your time and it's a waste of my time. And I'm not going to let you die anymore. Um, it's you. The number one thing is you have to choose. And then the second thing you said is you got to do the things, right? You got to go on a discovery journey of what is authentic for me. And some things you're going to learn along that path aren't actually authentic for you, right? You're like, I want people to know me. And then you're going to try to do, I don't know, a keynote speech or something. And then you're like, oh, I actually kind of hated that. Um, that teaches you something about yourself, right? And authenticity is about learning about yourself and then doing the things that feel right for you. And I want to just throw this in there on the like New Year's resolutions things, because most people choose a resolution based on what they think society would have them do. Right. Or like they're, they're going to work out. They're going to be an athlete this year because that's what uh, Peloton tells me I should do. I love Peloton, by the way. I'm a big Peloton fan. But like you can't that's not sustainable if you're doing it because someone else told you you should you have to find your reason like the reason why your weight loss journey has been so productive is because you wanted it you wanted it for you you didn't want it because someone else told you you should you wanted it for you so you put in the work to do it and it's the same thing in business right the number of people that i see that are just like I'm going to have an online business and I'm not going to do any work. I'm just going to have all the leads come to me because I do ads, right? You're like, you, it's not a thing, right? Anybody who gets something earned it to some degree by putting in work. So are you going to put in the work or are you not going to put in the work? That's so, that is so true. You know, so many, there's so many people out there. Oh, you don't have to work for anyone. Yeah, I don't. But you know what? How much time it takes to not work for anybody else? Oh, you like you? You know, you're so lucky. You you look good 365 days a year. No, I work out two times a day. It's not it's not lucky. I have to work out in the morning because I'm genetically cursed. I'm not blessed. Uh, I can gain weight even if I sniff a cake. Like I can. I don't even need to eat it. So 
for me to to maintain uh, my, my shape, it, it, it's hard. Every day, I have to work out until I go to my box. <laughs> it, like I think, that, I think even a day before, I have to work out to, to keep in shape for the last day, and then they put me in the ground. That's it. And they don't know that. Like even when it comes to speaking, even when it comes to like even making a little video on Instagram for 20 seconds. Okay, you saw it. Oh, well, no, he, he knows how to talk on the screen, but you don't know how many times we practiced last year or maybe last last year. You know, when it comes to like, I recently uh, started a podcast and then it's like, there's only two, three episodes up there, but it's like 15 minutes or 10 minutes. I'm like, you know, I still have the voice memos on my phone that are only a minute, 20 seconds. 30 seconds so you you did not see that but you just oh wow so now he can pretty much do anything you know like no it's not on a dime it's you have to practice but we are not going to show our practice we will show the product right well and one of my favorite sayings is from mel robbins who wrote the book the five second rule and she always says it took me 10 years to become an overnight success so everybody else's experience of her is that she just showed up and was famous, right? But she's like, I worked at that 10 years, right? Like, let's not pretend that that's true because then everybody thinks I can just show up online one day or I could just publish a book one day and be famous, right? I know lots of people who have published actually really great books, right? Who nobody knows about them because they haven't built that foundation of of people by showing up and doing the work every day with the people. You know, like being authentic also involves losing. You have yes. to lose. You cannot just win all the time. Sometimes you have to take a knee to actually figure out like oh, like the, the real ins and outs of the game. You have to sometimes lose. I still so like when I I still remember my first uh, fitness consultation with a lady uh, at uh, a club that I used to work for back in the day and it was so funny that I'm talking to this person and it's like a 45 minute consultation and in about 15 minutes I was done I had nothing to say I asked her some general questions about oh, what do you eat you know do you know how to work out and this and that and it was done and there was an awkward silence and my manager was like literally standing behind her she didn't know that because he was training me right so she didn't know that there was a man standing behind her, like 20 feet or something and he's like he's doing some action like what, what, what's happening man come on keep going and after 15 minutes i was done like there was like there was an awkward silence forget about selling the package i was done asking her questions like forget about like the transaction forget about the package forget about closing the closing the sale done well and then it's today for me it's natural now right like it's very natural to ask the questions you know persuade someone to take action that's in their best interest it comes with losing like yeah. authenticity it, like losing is a part of the process you cannot be fully authentic all the time if you only want to win you will lose the friend you will uh, be awkward you have to also face rejection you have to lose to be authentic because at the end of the day what's the difference between a winner and a loser a winner is someone who tried one more time yeah well and this is the thing right like there's so many people, especially in the online space, like online business owners and things like that, who want to be liked by all people. And then, like, that's not, that's not the path to authenticity, right? Because authenticity in essence will give, get you no's from people. And like, these are, I think what we forget is these are people we actually want to say no to us, right? Like if you, I have on my LinkedIn profile that I believe in togetherness based on uniqueness. And if you don't believe that, then we shouldn't be friends. We shouldn't be connections. You shouldn't be my client. I shouldn't be your client. <laughs> we should not be friends, right? And that's that's the point is we all have those things. We all have those things that we believe and our people also believe them, right? And when we don't, use our authenticity to share those things with people they can't know that about us and therefore they can't build a relationship with us based on that 
and we stay lettuce, <laughs> right? Like, ooh, iceberg lettuce, woohoo. It's like no one's favorite vegetable, right? It's not that it's bad, but it's just not interesting, right? And I wanna, I wanna add something to that. Like, this is, this is how people live these days. If I think that you think I'm smart, then I'm smart. And if I think that you think I'm not so cool, then I won't be so cool around you. So that means it's literally on you to decide how I am or how I'm performing in a given situation or like how I will act. Right, but but that's you... why it's so important to be around your peeps, right? Because like there are people who see my spark, right? There are people who I see their sparkle. And when we hang out together, we get to sparkle. <laughs> but if I don't ever believe that I am sparkly, then I'm always in this, this is where this whole imposter syndrome thing comes in, right? Because then, oh my God, my Yank invited me to be on his podcast, but what do I know, right? Like, what's that? She sees something in you, right? So come and talk, be yourself, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, it's literally, and who cares? Like, who, who cares about anything? To me, like, sometimes I fuck up big time. Who cares? It's a day. It's a memory. I create memories every day. Sometimes it's a good day. Sometimes it's a bad day. Nobody cares. And when it comes to you know, like being authentic, you know, have you ever seen a nerdy video game guy who who's like totally out of his element when you take him to the bar and as soon as he enters a video game room, he becomes the most alpha person on like on the planet? It's just like because he is in his zone, and that's the problem. For me. This is what I followed in my whole life. Get through the door and figure it out. Just get through the door. You know, I might not feel comfy. Like when I was a shy guy back in the day, I I, I didn't feel comfortable enough to go to a very hyper public situation. Even, even when I moved here in 2017. And I'm like, you know what? There's only two things that can happen. Either I'll get better or or I'll be stuck at my like in my house doing nothing. So you just get through the door and eventually you will get better. When someone goes to prison, the first day he's pooping blood. In two months, in 70, 80 days, he's playing poker with the other inmates. So it's the same, it's the same concept. You have to put yourself in a situation, right, where you don't feel comfortable, and eventually you will start feeling good about that. And that's well, being that's being authentic because you have to accept that you know what I'm not good at this, and if I go there, like every day or maybe every weekend, it will get better. Well, and I think this it's really interesting for me because I I have two two minds of this right because what I know about you, Mayank, is that you are a growth-minded individual right so you actually want to go into these types of scenarios so that you can learn to get better i think that is how humans grow humans evolve i'm also like that right so it's confusing to me the people who don't want that at the same time speaking about authenticity i think it can be authentic for the video game guy to be like this is my kingdom right this is where i rule and therefore i don't choose to go to the new hip club i choose to go to the dungeons and dragons convention because that's where i rule right and authenticity to me is like having that ownership on this is where i rule right and for me part of where i rule is in growth and self-development and those types of things that's part of who i am i don't think what I don't want people to think here today is that we're sitting here telling you, you should be like us, right? It, this, we vibe like this because we are like us, but that, that's not how you should be. How you should be is, is you. And if you're feeling like you're not, that something's stopping you from your full authentic expression, then it's worth an exploration and you might learn something in a growth scenario. Right? You might learn that you love speaking on stages. You might, I had a, a gentleman in actually a self-development program that I was in um, and he was in a group with me and he spent his entire life being a plumber, right? And he really wanted to write a book. 
And I was like, so I did this write a book. And he's like, well, I can't. And I'm like, why? <laughs> you can't write words or anything. He's like, no, because I'm a plumber. I was like, who said a plumber can't write a book? Right? There's That's not a rule, right? So we create these rules, but it doesn't mean that it's like bad to be a plumber and rule in your plumber kingdom as well as write a book. But from your current mindset, you are going to have to get into growth zone, which is, I love, my favorite saying is there's no comfort in the growth zone and there's no growth in the comfort zone. And so if you want to, to grow, you have to get out of your comfort zone, which by nature means there's discomfort there. But that's where we learn and that's where we grow. And if you want to choose that because of what you're currently experiencing, then awesome. But there's no way around that it's going to be uncomfortable. Right? And also, you're, I totally agree, you know, not everybody should be, you know, the mafia in every aspect of their life. I personally like to go into the unknown. I do. So I, even if I have zero interest in getting better at something, I'll do it because I, I just love the high, you know, the, the kick that I get from literally going into the unknown and figuring it out. Like I love the figure it out uh, mentality. Like, I always tell people, just throw me in the deep end, right? I'll figure out how to swim. <laughs> like I, I absolutely do. And this is just me, but like you said, if you don't want it, make sure what you want, you're doing it good. If you don't want something, then don't go for it. But when you genuinely want something and you're not doing, you're not taking daily action to get better, then you're just fooling yourselves. Because yes. the sun's gonna come up every day at six o'clock in the morning. Nobody's gonna care. Like it's good that you mentioned fitness. Uh, you know, like ten minutes ago, everybody on this planet knows they need to be fit. And I'm not talking about looking like a Greek god. And I'm not talking about looking like, you know, the most bodacious woman on the planet. I'm looking about. I'm talking about just being fit, healthy, waking up good, having a good sleep cycle and being in a good shape. And I know this garners a lot of hate and this garners a lot of like negativity. Oh no, so you are your body shit. No, I'm not body shaming. Just being in a good shape and having a good functioning body. Everybody knows they need to do it, but they don't. Because right now we live in this world of gratification where everything is on our fingertips except fitness. This is the only thing that's left on the planet that you still need to pay, you still need to act, you still need to follow, you need to be consistent in order to get, you cannot buy a body from Costco. You have to buy food from Costco and then you have to eat it, it has to be processed and then you have to go to the gym and then you look good. And because I'm in the fitness business and you like, it's so, it's shocking to me that people live their whole life, 20s and 30s, just procrastinating and like putting things off like no I'll, I'll do it again and we're living and I know you won't agree to this but we're living in a very materialistic society like every I totally I'm, agree with I'm, 27 years, I'm, told, I'm 27 years of age I go to a club five six years ago we used to have all kinds of people you know in the club like all kinds like you know overweight fat slim skinny now we're turning into like the society is like oh you have to look like that to be there you know sometimes you see this person who's not in the best shape who doesn't look good you know like and then nobody talks to that person that and that is stupid however can't you just use that as your biggest motivator to do like just to work hard like okay i want to be that person sometimes i tell people you want to kill a bad habit attach a good habit to it right let's say you use your couch for watching tv there's an advertisement do 10 push-ups let's say you, you like chocolate earn your chocolate jump 10 times and then go buy a chocolate you like going to mcdonald's like attach a good habit right next to the bad habit until you feel like shit that why am i doing 10 push-ups and then gratifying my needs by going to mcdonald's let me just drop the mcdonald's thing and keep the push-up thing well and i think to me it really comes down to again i do think there's a lot of societal stigma about the way we look and i'm a woman so quite honestly it's a lot worse <laughs> for women um 
but what happens then is because like our own desire our own authentic desire for specific things gets drowned out by what society says right like i want to be able to go to that club so i have to look a specific way that's a societal construct it's not an authentic want right and so one of the things for me when i had my son i had a lot of trouble losing my baby weight and there's lots of uh mindset things <laughs> going on when you're a first-time mom but I didn't make any progress on that until I realized what I wanted was energy. I wanted energy. And when you're a new mom, you just don't sleep, right? It's not a thing. So the sleep cycle thing gets totally screwed up. So where do I get my energy? And I had to change my diet and I had to change how I was working out to give myself energy. And then once you feel more energetic, then you want to keep doing the thing right because what i want is energy and these are the things like i started strength training because it gave me energy it gave me a mental wellness in that when i feel physically strong i feel mentally strong right that's the version that will help us stay consistent right when you find those words and those reasons for you that you want to do it i was coaching a lady once and all she wanted was skinnier legs because her husband told her if you should have skinnier legs and i'm like dude it's not gonna work right like you need to find a reason for you right I get tired walking up a flight of stairs. I don't want to get tired walking up a flight of stairs. So I'm going to do the work to not get tired, right? Like it doesn't have to be a huge life-changing thing. You just have to pick a thing for you. And so long as I think this is the challenge specific in the fitness industry, because there's so much of the societal narrative about why you should do it, that people get lazy and they don't find their own reason to do it. But the sustainable habits comes from your reason to do it, not from society's reason for you to do it. You know why that's happening though? Because fitness back in the day was a thing to feel good about yourself and fitness today, it's totally sensualized. It's yeah. totally sensualized. It's totally like, like I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's so real these days because of TikToks and, and Instagram. It is considered like a process to look that way. And when I say that way, you know what I'm talking about for men and women, right? And people go to the gym, they're spending like two hours in the gym, right? Two and a half hours in the gym. On the, they're working out though. You know, they're working out, but then they're also using their phones and they're using gym as a place to meet people. So it's, I think the gym, the, the idea of going to the gym is drastically shifting from literally getting healthy to to just using that as a coping mechanism to feel good about yourself. And which is okay, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying that because of that, people who don't look, People who don't fit that look, they don't go to the gym because they feel intimidated by hot people around them. And then they just go home. Or even if they do go to the gym, like my gym is like, is in the shape of an L. So people, those people just stay at the entrance or like just right around the, you know, like at the entrance of the gym. And then they never go to the weight training area because they, they know that once they go there, they're going to feel like, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't look like that. You know, should I ask her that I also want to use that same machine or should I not? She looks too hot or for a guy, oh my God, this guy's too brolic. That's the problem here because thinking too much, I think 90% of the problems in the world will end when you stop caring about other people's opinion. I know so many people who are, who have good auditory skills, who look good, but they are working at McDonald's. They can make the money they make in a day in 10 minutes if they literally stop giving a damn to people's opinion. That's how brutal it is these days. And the minute I put that weight off my chest is the minute I got my freedom. Baseline though, it's not a, it's not the Grand Cardone's freedom because I still need to get there, but it's a baseline freedom. Like I'm talking to you, it's a Thursday morning, it's 9.52 right now we're just having fun. I don't need to go anywhere. I don't need to take any calls. I don't need to take any shit. That's baseline freedom. Because people believe, oh, I want to be this in two days. No, you have to start somewhere. If you make $2,000 at, at McDonald's a month, switch that 2000 to 2000 that you make by selling your services. And that's a big win. That's but you can authentic. 
you hit the most important challenge here for people, which is they don't believe in themselves, right? They would rather hide around the corner at the gym than go and ask to use that piece of equipment because, okay, maybe you are skinnier than me or fitter than me or more muscular than me, but that's probably because you've used that machine a whole bunch of times, right? I'm on day one right but i'll never get anywhere if i don't have enough confidence in myself to say like i'm worth starting today right i'm equally valid as a human um i'm just at a different part of my journey so i'm gonna go and do that and that and what until we while we still have what someone else thinks of me as the primary driver of our decisions we're not talking about authenticity right? Authenticity is about you being the primary driver of your decisions and deciding that you're worth it. And so maybe society says anybody who's 200 pounds for a woman is too overweight. You don't deserve anything. You don't deserve to live. No one deserves to see you. You can't get a job, right? Like all of these. And some of these things are true, right? So it's not that some people have experienced this. I can't get a job because I'm quote unquote overweight, right? Being overweight doesn't make you unqualified for a job, but most of these mindsets originate within ourselves, right? We don't think we're worth that job because we're overweight. Well, that's nonsense. And until you decide it's nonsense, it will be true for you. So you should come and talk to one of us because we think it's nonsense. (laughs) No, it's also being authentic is being authentic is just attack the problem attack the very problem that ruined your life. Overweight, start training. Don't have money, start calling. Don't have friends, start going into the clubs or wherever you feel comfy. Like, okay, start going to the coffee shop, park, whatever, and say hello. There is no reason. Like you have to do the very thing that you want to do. Not like, okay, not beating up. If I want to learn how to swim, I don't know how to swim. If I want to learn how to swim, I have to jump in the water. No video, no videos, no books can teach me how to learn how, how to swim. But anyways, because it's 9.55, I really want to end this because we have, we have to stop at 10. I want to ask you a question. How can people start? And what's the best piece of advice from you? I think the number one thing people have to do to start is ask themselves why in any given scenario, it could be the smallest of things, right? Like me dusting my shelf and being, I think I'm being 5% authentic. You have to ask yourself why, why is that? Why am I not being authentic? And people, quite honestly, a lot of people, I use the word authentic, authenticity all the time. And people are like, oh, that's just like a buzzword nowadays. Like, no, it's not when it's really a thing. Right? The words I use to myself in my journey was that I'm not being authentic. This is why it's relevant to me. Do all people use those words? No. But we all notice when we're showing up in a scenario, doing something, quote unquote, we wouldn't do. This happened to me in my work environment tons, right? Like I wouldn't do that, but I stop at that, right? I don't investigate what I would do. And so I just get caught in this mechanism of that's not what I would do. That's not what I would do. And then I get grumpy and frustrated because other people and myself are constantly doing things I wouldn't do. So you have to stop and ask yourself, why do I keep doing all of these things that I wouldn't do? And usually it's because of something outside of us, some external pressure, some nonsense story we've created about like, if I don't do the dishes every day, I'm a bad wife, (laughs) right? Like, and ask yourself. um, So one of the things I would actually really recommend, there's this book, Um, called Loving What Is by a lady by the name of Byron Katie. Great investment for anybody who's starting this journey. She has a methodology um, of a four question methodology. So like when you're experiencing these things, the first question you ask yourself is, is that true? So my scenario, is that true that I'm a bad wife because I didn't do the dishes today? My answer would be no, right? Because I do do the dishes most of the day, but that's not the point either, right? The second question is, is that really true? So a lot of people would be like, yeah, that's true. I'm totally worst if I don't do this. Is it really true, right? 
where did you learn that? Was that something you decided? Was that something your mom or someone else in your life imprinted upon you, right? Is that what you believe? And then there's an additional like deeper dive of like, what would your life feel like if that wasn't true, blah, blah, blah. But it's a great, it's a great book. So anybody who's in this, want listening to this conversation and wants to start that journey, I would highly recommend one, listening to this podcast more, but two, checking out that book, because for me, it was the number one thing that helped me in practice, explore all of the crap that's not true about you. <laughs> so that you can start would, believing the things that are true about you. I would like to tell everyone that it's so easy to succeed these days. You just have to do the complete opposite. That's it. Is well, you can't be lazy, right? You yeah. can't just sit back and be like, I'll just wait for this to come to me, right? It, it won't. It's Getting... not an Amazon package. It's not. No. You have to do the complete opposite. You don't feel like training, do the training. You don't feel like making that phone call, make that phone call. And even in business, it is such an easy thing to ask people, hey, I'm a new guy on the block, right? Can you please test me out? Maybe you don't like it. Maybe, maybe some, you know, you might know someone who will. That's so easy. I hate people when they text me on LinkedIn. Hey, this is a presentation. I want to, I just want to make sure, like, I, I want to be clear. I'm not selling, but this is a presentation. I don't talk to that person again. You want to sell, 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 you know, be about it. Be about money, be about your business and sell. Do not, you know, like paint it with another brush. Oh, I'm not selling, but I'm pitching. No, you're not. You're selling. So be authentic. You're losing authenticity when you're telling me to look at that presentation. You're asking me to do that. But then you're not like, oh, I'm not selling. No, you are selling. Okay, like why? Why would you do that? Why are you doing that? Because you think you have to trick somebody into buying what you, like, I don't trick anybody into, if you want, I'm a personal branding coach. You want help building your personal brand in an authentic way? Let's talk about it, right? Like, I'm not here to trick you into personal brand coaching, right? Like, this is the thing, people, Thing. And this is a self-confidence thing. I think I have to trick you into buying what I have. Well, I don't think I have to trick people into buying what I have. I tell them what I have, they give me the, they get my vibe, they like it, they don't like it. If they don't like it, I'm not upset about it, right? Like, we just no, do it. That's, that's just it. And that's why they go under in less than a year because they're just tricking people into buying stuff and that can only work for a month or two or maybe you can pull you know you can do that for six months but that's just it i like you be authentic and it's easy like literally my life up until 2021 my life was not easy it is easy these days four or five hours a goddamn day two workouts watching tv going out on weekends it is not hard i keep i used to keep telling myself it's hard and it was really hard you believe you can make 100 bucks a day you will make 100 bucks a day you believe you can make 100 bucks a minute you will get to the point where you will make that kind of money a minute. You have to believe that it can happen and only then it will happen. It won't happen unless you solidify it with action, evidence and some grunt work. Yeah. And you have to start asking yourself, like society dictates that it's hard, right? The, the, the global narrative is that these things are hard, right? But is, the, is it work? Yes, it's work. You have to put in the work. But at the end of the day, it feels easy. My life is easier now that the greatest percentage of my time is spent in authenticity. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Tracy. 